welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. I'm super duper excited to be here with you today. Um, now, if I did the long math right, <laughs> you should be listening to this sucker on uh, Thanksgiving Day. So here in the United States, this day is Thanksgiving. Now, if you are listening to this sucker because somebody sent it to you, somebody forwarded the show and they're like, listen to this thing. Let me just say hi. Hi, new listener. <laughs> so my name is Karen Kenny. Uh, most of the people, a lot of people in my life uh, say some variation of that, whether it's KK, KK2, special K, right? So not too many people in my life actually still call me directly Karen. But hi, nice to meet you. Thank you for listening. So I am a certified spiritual mentor. I'm a certified hypnotist. I am a writer, a speaker, a storyteller, obviously here, a podcast host. I'm a gateless writing instructor. I've been a yoga teacher for like 22 years. So there's like a lot of things that I do, but this is one of them. And I love communicating and connecting with people through spirituality, through storytelling and all this stuff. So welcome to the show. So loyal listeners, Thank you so much for being here and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you if you are here in the United States. Now, here's the funny thing. I had already recorded <laughs> an episode for today, but then I realized like, hey, I want to say something about gratitude and appreciation and thanks. And, you know, it's so easy on this holiday for the day to kind of get wrapped up with, uh, and you know, as a vegan, it's not my favorite holiday, right? Like if you knew the millions upon millions, I think it's like, like, I'm not I'm kidding. It's like something ridiculous, like 55, 65, whatever million turkeys are slotted for this holiday. So I, I'm not a huge fan about that aspect of it, right? Of course, we should all be grateful. We have, um, you know, roof overhead, food in our belly, all that stuff. Not judging anybody. I'm just saying as, as a, as an animal lover and as a vegan, it's just, it's just like kind of like a punch in the face when we know that all these animals are specifically being harmed on this day, but that's not to make anyone feel guilty. I'm just being transparent and honest. You guys know me, but here's the thing. I didn't want the day to go by without me saying how grateful I am for each of you, for those of you that listen, for those of you that leave positive reviews, for those of you that share this sucker with your friends, your family, your loved ones, whatever. Uh, it just means the world to me. Uh, and there wouldn't be a show without you guys. I mean, I, I guess I could just sit up here in my room like a little weird I'm just banging out shows like for nobody to listen to but that's not really that fun right so just thank you so much for your support thank you for those of you who have left reviews those of you who have um you know sent me messages let me know which episode you enjoyed and all that stuff and 
it's crazy. Like I'm coming up on almost 200 episodes. Like we're getting there. I think this one is episode 194, which just boggles my mind that I've been doing this for like over three years. So anyways, from my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening. So today I just kind of want to dive a little bit into this word gratitude. And so, um, of course, I had to look it up. I'm like, I'm going to look this sucker up, right? So the word gratitude is derived, right, from, from what my research tells me. I always reserve the right to say, like, maybe I made a mistake. But this is, this is what I found out, that the word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, G-I-A-T-I, is it O-A, yeah, A. And uh, supposedly that means like grace or graciousness, or obviously depending on the context, right? We could say, oh, I have gratitude or there's gratefulness or whatever, right? And I, I think the beautiful thing about it is I think when we feel gratitude, it kind of encompasses all of these things, that feeling of graciousness, that feeling of gratefulness, that feeling of grace, right? It feels that way sometimes, doesn't it? I, I mean, for me, I can't speak for you, but when somebody extends gratitude to me and I allow myself to receive it, man, there is just something so beautiful about that. There, there, there is grace in that moment. And I know that when I'm feeling grateful and whether it's for something tangible or something intangible, right. But whether it's a kind word or a physical thing or a, a physical person or a, an animal or a moment, right. Whatever it is, I, I it's like, I can feel that feeling of grace just kind of like sweep through me. And I think it's just kind of like that thankful appreciation uh, for, for what we might have, what we might receive, what we might feel uh, when we have that awareness of like, I'm just so lucky to know you or to be here, to be alive or whatever that is. And it's, 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 it's beautiful. And I do, I think, I think gratitude is, is like a gateway drug, right? I think gratitude is the gateway to grace. Um, and I also really believe that an attitude of gratitude, an awareness of gratefulness uh, within ourselves. It's one of the ways that we can shift our minds from fear to love. And as A Course in Miracles says, that that's what, that's what a miracle is. It is a shift in perception within you from fear to love. And so I just love gratitude. I think it's fantastic. And in fact, um, there's a, an old, I mean, he's dead now. <laughs> Meister Eckhart was his name. And I've shared this before, I think, on other episodes. But he would say this. He said, if the only prayer you ever said in your life was thank you, uh, that would suffice. Let me say that again. If the only prayer you ever said in your life was thank you, he, what he's saying is that would be enough because that's how powerful it is to extend that thanks, that gratitude, that gratefulness, that appreciation. It's such a powerful thing. And I remember when um, those of you, if you listen to the show, you know how I feel about Fred Rogers, like Mr. Rogers, TV host, minister super duper compassionate. Oh my God. He's one of my main, main, main dudes on my spiritual team. And he has been a beacon of light for me throughout my life. And he's uh, one of my, um, unbeknownst to him, of course, but to me, he's been one of my mentors, right? He's been one of my teachers and I've learned so much from him. And I remember reading this quote from him one time. 
And uh, I, I'll read it to you now. And I just love this. Listen to what he had to say. He said, I believe that appreciation is a holy thing. And that when we look for what's best in a person, we happen to be with at the moment. We're doing what God does all the time. I'm going to say that again. He says, I believe that appreciation is a holy thing and that when we look for what's best in a person, we happen to be with at the moment, we're doing what God does all the time. So in loving and appreciating our neighbor, we're participating in something sacred. Oh, I just love that, right? In loving and appreciating our neighbor, we're participating in something sacred. And I, I think that gratitude, right? It can be so easy to take it for granted. It gets thrown around a lot, right? It gets thrown around a lot in the self-help world and in the coaching world and in the spiritual kind of realm. You know, people love to be like, I have a daily gratitude practice. And I'm like, that's great. Here's how I feel about gratitude. I don't think gratitude is just something we should write down or something that we should just speak. One of the things for me about gratitude, what I always invite people to do, whether they're working with me, you know, one-to-one in spiritual mentorship in my program, uh, The Quest, or if they're in my spiritual community and membership, The Nest. When I talk about gratitude, one of the things I always say is like, let's pause for it. Like, let's slow down for it. Let's not do it intellectually from the neck up, like in our brains, in our head. Let's not just, oh, think, think I'm grateful. Let's actually feel it. Like, can we pause for a moment? Can we sit our ass down and shut them up? <laughs> can we just slow down for a sec? And really let ourselves like tune in and feel that shit. Like just really feel it. You know what I mean? Like in your body, like let it wash over you. That feeling of grace, that feeling of gratitude and appreciation. And for me, what it really is, is like a sense of, of, of love, right? That deep, deep thankfulness. And um, I want to share with you something because, oh, let me just finish my thought. So, because I feel like we can just pass by it, right? People will say, oh, I have a gratitude practice. I take a minute in the morning and I just jot something down or whatever. And I'm like, that's great. Write in your gratitude journal. But can you just pause, like take a deep breath in, exhale it out twice as long and really like picture it in your mind, like let your subconscious mind have the experience experience of it, not just checking the box. Like, and I'm not saying, look, I'm not people, people who, people who can do this in a very devotional way. That's what I'm talking about is not doing it in a performative way, really just like letting your, your body, your heart, your mind, your spirit feel it. And there's a reason why I'm saying that not because I'm being bossy and telling people how to do gratitude, but because I know that gratitude felt can be very healing for people. And it can be very healing for others on the other end of the receiving of your gratitude. It can be incredibly healing for them too. We'll get to that in a minute, okay? Or maybe we'll go there now since my big mouth brought it up. (laughs) Here's the thing. In positive psychology, right? Like they've done research. They've done research on gratitude. Here's one of the things that they say. So gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. I mean, come on. 
not to be kind of a no brainer, right? When we tend to be more in a state of thanks, a state of awareness of what we do have rather than focusing on lack and what we don't have. You bet your sweet ass you're going to feel a little bit more, like a little bit more happy when you're focusing on what is working, what you love, what is positive, what you've been given, who you've been given, right? You got a roof over your head. Like I wake up in the morning. It was so funny. I was talking with a friend yesterday and she said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm fantastic. I said, how are you doing? She's like, yeah, same. I'm doing great too, right? And we were really just kind of like taking that moment of really like appreciating it and just really letting ourselves feel it. And then I said, look, as far as I'm concerned, any day above ground is a good one. <laughs> and then, and she's like, I know, right? We kind of just had that moment. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it is so easy, especially with the brain, right? The brain that's trying to keep you safe and keep you alive is always looking around for, for problems and things to hurt us and harm us and looking for shit that's wrong or has gone bad or whatever, right? I mean, a lot of times the brain kind of can lean towards fear. And so I think it takes a, a little bit of diligence and a little bit of determination, as I always say. You know, when you're creating a, a DSP, a daily spiritual practice, right? That's what I call it, a DSP. It's like I call it the five Ds of DSP, daily dedication, determination, discipline, and devotion. It takes a little bit of a little effort on your part, a little bit of like, you know, determination to say, I'm going to choose to focus my mind, right? And what is working, what is positive, what I love, who I'm loved by, right? All the things that I have rather than letting the mind automatically slide in the back door into lack and scarcity and fear. Now, I'm not talking about, as some people call it, like toxic positivity, only good vibe. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying, though. It behooves us. It behooves us. I'm not talking about like uh, denying that that life can be hard and weird and, and difficult and, and, you know, trauma and grief. Like I know all the bad, trust me, I know all the bad shit that happens. And I'm saying we can know all those things and still find things in our lives to be grateful for. And again, because gratitude let's go to that to that health piece right so here's one of the things that 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 we know when we feel grateful okay just think about this in your own experience don't take my word for it in your own experience when you're feeling grateful right we end up usually feeling when we allow our mind to focus on gratitude and again for me that gratitude equals usually like grace and love and positivity and such a deep thanks. And when I'm feeling that, when you're feeling more positive emotions, right? It is known to improve your health. How incredible is that, right? Cultivating gratitude is a super simple way to improve your physical, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual well-being. And it's wicked easy to increase your sense of happiness in life. That's one of the things that gratitude does, right? It can be maybe one of the most powerful, potent, um, what's the other P word? Profound emotions because it allows us to tap into, I think, like that stream of life and that stream of love. Uh, some of the happiest people I've known throughout my life have been people who didn't have a ton of money in the bank, or didn't have a ton of what, what the rest of the world would deem why they should be happy. There is, for me, like gratitude is one of the simplest and fastest ways to tap into, like to mainline love, you know, just like get right in there 
and feel it. All it takes is a pause, a moment. It takes a breath. It's like a breath. It's instantaneous, right? And we know that when we are aligning our mind with that, and I'm not saying it's not fake it till you make it. I'm, that's why I say, don't fucking fake this stuff. Like literally, can you feel it in your body? Can you pause for a moment and wake up and be like, I am alive another day. Thank you. Whatever you might believe in something, whatever you might call it, God, source, love, universe, higher self, right? The divine spiritual team, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it, nature, mother nature. Thank you so much that I get to do another day. I get to do another day here. I get to kiss my kids. I get to pet my furry kids. I get to, to, to help others. I get to show up and serve. I get to make art. I get to make love. I get to eat yummy food. I get to, I get to be here in this experience and extend, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> extend my love and stuff like that, you know? So I, I don't know. I just think being, being grateful. And, you know, it's so interesting that I, I think every day should be Thanksgiving. In that, I think every day we should be giving our thanks, you know, to ourselves for showing up and trying to like do the work and be the best human being that we can be. And in and, and the times when we need to like, you know, better ourselves and check ourselves before we wreck ourselves, like, hey, a little gratitude for the fact that we're still here and we're still plugging away and we're still doing it. But really just taking that moment first thing in the morning to like look around. And that's the thing. It doesn't even take long gratitude what you can just take 10 seconds 10 seconds and i'm telling you it will change you it will change you because if we can incorporate it into our lives it's like 10 seconds really well spent and speaking of 10 seconds let me let me share now I'm getting old. I can't for the life of me remember if I've if I've if I've told this story or <laughs> shared this on a recent episode. I keep saying I am gonna do a whole episode at some point on just Mr. Rogers. I remember my um one of my sisters once said to me, like, what's your whole thing with like Mr. Rogers? Like, and I was like, dude, don't even talk to me if you don't get where I'm coming from <laughs> with this guy. But I love him so much. And I want to dedicate a whole show to him and the meaning, the meaning and the impact he's had on me. But I'll never forget. I think it was like, I, what I might forget is the date. Was it 97? Was it 94, 95, 97? I'm not sure. But when he got the Lifetime Achievement Award, uh, I think it was at the Daytime Emmys maybe. And so they, you know, Tim Robbins had done this whole thing, like just saying like, you know, he felt so honored to be given Mr. Rogers a Lifetime Achievement Award and for the way that he reminded children that... The, the, like the generations of kids that he reminded again and again and again, how valued we were, how seen we were, how loved we were, that that um, that Mr. Rogers thought we mattered and that we were special, right? I cannot watch that clip. I'm not, I, I'm telling you, I, I watched, I just watched it like 30 minutes ago, right? For this, for this episode, bawling. I just stopped bawling and I love it. Actually, it's all coming back to me now. I think I did talk about this once before on an episode. But you'll see they scan the crowd and the camera lands on all these different famous like daytime actors from like all the soaps and all this you know, different stuff. And you can just see them. You can just see these adults like revert to little kids, like looking up at him on the stage because he's made such an impact in so many people's lives. But I'm going to legit read to you what he said in his acceptance speech. And he's known to do this thing, right, where he like says, um, I'm going to read to you what he says, but here's my invitation to you. I literally, 
want you to. If it maybe if you're if you're obviously if you're driving your car, like might not be a good time to do it because I want you to be able to stay safe. But if you're just sitting at home or if you're washing the dishes or folding laundry or on a walk with your dog or doing something right now where you can safely just pause and do this exercise, I highly, highly, highly encourage it. Okay. So he goes up on stage, right? Tim Robbins, like, you know, is handing him the Emmy thing. He's up on stage. He's in his little tux looking so cute. His wife's, his wife's in the audience. It's a brilliant moment. And this is what Mr. Rogers said. I'm going to read it verbatim because I don't want to screw it up because it's so beautiful. He said this, so many people have helped me come to this night. Some of you are here. Some are far away. Some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. Oh my God, you guys, just let that line land for you. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. Would you just take along with me 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are, those who have cared about you and wanted what was best for you in life? And then he says this, and this is the part where I want to invite you to do this as well. 10 seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. So just take 10 seconds right now to think of the people who have helped you become who you are. Just take this moment of silence. And then he says, whomever you've been thinking about, how pleased they must be to know the difference you feel they've made. Whomever you are thinking about, how pleased they must be to know the difference you feel they've made. And when I think about this, like, oh, it, it does, it just makes me emotional. I just think 10 seconds of gratitude to just think upon somebody who has loved you into being, who has always wanted the best for you, who has cared about you. And let me tell you something. If you've had one of those people in your life, that matters. Sure. Maybe we wish we had, you know, 10, 15, 20. Maybe we wish our mothers could have done that or our fathers could have done that or the people that we loved. We well, we're not focusing on what we didn't get. We're focusing on the one, at least that one person or that one animal that in their own way loved you into being and cared for you. It's such a powerful practice. And it made me think about, it made me think about um, something that went on in my group, The Nest, uh, back in 2022, right? And um, around Thanksgiving time in November, around uh, the, like, you know, that first year of the pandemic. Um, and one of the women in the group sent me, so I love getting snail mail, P.S. As a writer, as a lover of words, I actually love getting mail. Not crappy, not crappy mail, obviously, not stuff that I have to throw away in catalogs I didn't want, never ordered, and how I end up on people's lists. I'm talking about like like a card, a letter, whatever. I love that shit. So um, somebody who was in the nest, my spiritual membership, um, had sent me a personal 
card. And what it said on the front, it says, this is not a text. And I just loved it so much. I was like, yes, yeah, somebody took the time to send me a handwritten note. And it's so personal. It's so cool because then I get to see their handwriting. I get to see what um, what color pen they chose for me. I get to see what card they chose for me. Like it's such a powerful thing to think that somebody took the time, right? To pick out a card or to send you a card. Even if it's like, oh, it came from a deck of like 10 and they're all the same. But still they thought of you. Somebody had to think of you. Somebody Somebody had to write down a personalized note, sign it, send it, seal it, lick that sucker, stamp it, put it on whatever, go to the post office or drop it in the mailbox. I mean, there's effort there, right? There is some effort that is shown there. And that's a beautiful thing in and of itself. And I'll never forget getting that card. And what it really was, it was an extension um, from her to me, basically telling me, um, you know, what she was grateful for. And so I was talking about, um, I had been talking about in the nest about counting your blessings, right? How, how the pandemic had been such a weird time that first year and people were really struggling and really grieving. And I was saying, you know, we got to allow ourselves, you know, to feel all our feelings and to grieve and to, and to allow ourselves to feel vulnerable and feel uncomfortable. And then once we're able to, once we're ready to come back to our right mind, right? Come back to our right mind, come back to the space of love and take a moment to count your blessings. And I was saying like, let yourself experience the healing bomb of gratitude, right? Allow yourself to give thanks for someone or something, no matter how big or how small, no matter how tiny it might even seem to somebody else. And then I get that card, right? This is not a text. And on the inside, she had written me a really beautiful little message about how I had helped her and why she was so grateful to ha have me in her life. And I'm not going to lie, sucker got all teary. I get a little emotional even thinking about it now. And then when I reached out to thank her, you know, for having, having sent the card and, and how much her kind gesture had, had meant to me, what she shared was that this was something that she had claimed for her. Uh, she was calling it like her November practice. Um, and what she was doing is, you know, at the end, every day at the end of her DSP, at the end of her daily spiritual practice, um, after her meditation, what Melissa was doing is she said the first person who came to her mind, she would write them a note of gratitude for why she's grateful for having them in her life. And then she goes out and she mails it and she mails it like old fashioned style, like snail mail. And I'm like, oh, I love like my, my right is hot, just totally like fucking swoons, just swoons over that. Right. And this is what she said. She says, it's as much for me as the other person, because it is truly a loving experience to sit in the joy of writing why you love a person so deeply and feel their blessings. Oh. And so it was really great. So I told her, hey, will you share that you're doing this November practice or like with other people in the group? And, um, and she was like, yeah, like, she's like, totally. She, you know, and I, and I said, only if they feel inspired to do so. And then right away, a bunch of people said, yes, I want to do this. I want to do this. So I started calling it like operation love letters. And I love that idea. I'm like, oh, we're just gonna, I think she called it greetings. Greetings of gratitude is what I think she called it. I was calling it operation love letters. Um, and so here's, here's my invitation to you. So we had that 10 seconds of gratitude right? As Mr. Rogers encourages us to do, can be a very powerful thing. And there's a line somewhere, I think it's in the Bhagavad Gita, 
that says, I'm paraphrasing, but it says something about um, no amount of effort on the spiritual path is ever wasted. No amount of effort. So even if it's just 10 seconds, right? Let's go back to Meister Eckhart saying, if the only prayer you ever say in your life is thank you, that will be enough. That will suffice. And this is what I'm saying. There's all these little things that we can do. Now, look, sitting down every day and writing, and I know you're listening to this, you know, on November, whatever it is, the 24th or whatever the date is, right? But maybe you could make it from this day forward a practice, right? Pick, maybe you do it for a week. Maybe you do it for two weeks. Maybe you do it for a whole month. Maybe this isn't the particular practice that calls for you. And we'll get to that in a minute, but maybe it does. So if it, if it, if it speaks to your hat, I highly encourage you to like check out Operation Love Letters and start dropping some little handwritten notes in the mail. I love to send thank you cards. I love to send them out. I think it's a lost art form. I think other people are really quick to like send a text message or whatever. Um, you know, it can be really fun sometimes to, you know, if you if you call somebody and they don't pick up, like you could even read the letter to them, whatever. You don't have stamps, whatever. But well, here's the gist of what I'm trying to say. Let people know that you see them, you hear them, you appreciate them, you love them, you bear witness to their brilliance, you thank them for the role that they played in your life, how they have in some ways loved you into being. I mean, how impactful, imagine getting one of those yourself, how impactful and wonderful that would be. So anyways, um, here are some other ways. Here's some other ways. So if, if you're like, I don't wanna send a bunch of handwritten letters. <laughs> I just made that sound really whiny, but whatever. Maybe that's not your gym. That's not what you want to do. Okay. So I always say this, if you don't want to actually write it, say it, speak it, say it with feeling, say it intentionally, say it purposefully, call somebody, right? Let them hear your voice. Talk to them, initiate a phone call. Maybe there's somebody in your life that you've been wanting to say it to. I do that all the time. Like I'll think of an old teacher I had and I'll be like, I wonder if they're still alive. And if they're not, I just say it to them. I speak it to them because there have been times in my life where there was an old mentor of mine or an old teacher of mine. And I felt just such a rush of gratitude for them. And that's what I do. If somebody comes into my mind, I usually will send them a text or a little message. I just let them know. I box them, whatever. And I just say, hey, I just want you to know you're on my mind. You came into my hat, right? And uh, to let them know, because I don't think we tell each other enough that we're thinking of each other. It's so easy with everybody being so damn busy all the time that those little moments of grace those little moments of grace get lost. Um, and I think being able to have that kind of like thankful appreciation, um, whether, whether you're receiving something again, I already said this, but it's important, something tangible like a gift. We often reserve like our thanks for when we get something like physical, like money or a gift or whatever, a, a, a review. And I'm like, no, but we can receive things intangibly as well which somebody just understands us. Somebody reflects back to us that they see us and that we matter. There's a thousand intangible ways that we can feel love and, and, a, and then feel such deep appreciation for that love being sent our way. Okay, number one, if you don't send a thank you card, like literally write it, put it in the mail, send that sucker. You could also just say it. 
but say thank you and mean it. You know what I mean? Um, you can also, like I said, you don't have time to write. You can thank them mentally. They say that all minds are joined. That's what I was just saying. Sometimes people might already be dead. They might be past. It might be on the other side of the veil, you know? We can still blast them with love. We can still send that love out. For other people, one of the ways that they do it is they do keep a gratitude journal, right? I know people who are like, I get up in the morning. First thing I do is I sit and I like allow it to enter into my mind, right? Like three things that I'm grateful for, three people that I'm grateful for, whatever. Other people like to write it down. Some people like to end their day before they fall asleep. Because remember, when you first wake up in the morning and when you first are starting to fall asleep at night, when you drop into those particular brainwave states, it's when you become very highly suggestible. So it's really nice to kind of go to bed with gratitude and love on your mind. You know what I'm saying? It's really great to wake up in the morning before you start your day with an attitude of gratitude, with some gratitude on your mind, right? So keeping a gratitude journal um, can be a really powerful thing, or even just sitting and starting your day mentally, right? I call it going online, right? Like, like you get a plug in, plug into source, do your DSP. So having a gratitude practice can be part of your daily spiritual practice. Uh, and really, you can just take time to just sit there and like count your blessings, man. Just count your blessings, reflect on what went great, reflect on what's going well. Literally, I have moments when I wake up and I'm like, I'm so grateful that I have eyes that see and ears that hear, ears that hear and hands that work, right? So grateful that I have a roof over my head. I'm so grateful that I have a sweetie who loves me. I'm so grateful that I have friends and people that I love. I'm so grateful that I get to do this work as a spiritual mentor. I'm so grateful that I get to do this work right? With, with subconscious reprogramming and healing hypnosis and brain science, neuroscience and, and spiritual mentorship. Like how fucking lucky am I? How lucky am I that I get to do a podcast where I get to express myself and share? You know what I mean? Like I look around, how grateful am I for my friends and for, for my family members, the people who love me, you know, what, what, just come on. Counting our blessings is wicked big, right? Another way is pray, right? A lot of times people, um, People who do have prayer practices, they use prayer as a form of gratitude, of saying thank you, right? And then also mindfulness meditation or any form of meditation where you're focusing on the present moment, when you're focusing on just what is, what is right in front of you, like without any judgment, right? It's like, it's a very powerful thing, a very powerful thing. So you guys, really, this is just a little episode to invite us all to invite us all to count our blessings, to slow down, to really allow ourselves to feel it. Because when we feel gratitude, it is wicked good for us mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I really do believe like the little cells inside of us, like have a little potty, like they get really happy. And when we have happiness and when we have joy and when we have peace and calm and appreciation, there's some sort of magic afoot. That's how I feel. It is like casting a love spell. <laughs> and I love sharing the magic, you guys. So that's it. Just wanted to share this with you. If you made it this far. Um, just know again, I have to, I have to say it. I'm so grateful for, I'm grateful for my podcast team. Thank you, Erron. Thank you, Amplify You. Thank you for the people who helped me get this out into the world and spread the good word and spread the good love. I'm just so grateful for all of the people who are in the nest, people who have worked with me, yoga students I've had over the years, anybody who's come to a retreat, like retreats at Omega, the New Hampshire yoga retreats, my fearless flow retreats, anybody who's ever come to a yoga teacher workshop, right? I'm just telling you, all the people who have played a hand in a role in shaping me, helping me, 
<laughs> helping me to grow and expand all my mentors, all my teachers, my mom, everybody. God, you know, I, I like, we don't have time. We don't have time for me to just like, like, uh, just spout off all the humans and animals and things that I am grateful for, but just know that you are one of them. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being here today. I hope you have a fantastic holiday. If you do decide to do um, like Operation Love Letter, I would love to hear about it. If you do decide to reach out to people, I want to know. So just shoot me a little, shoot me a little DM, like send up a flare, as I always say, like, let me know. Um, and just wherever you go, it's this is like the, one of the best days to be able to say what I always say at the end of the show. Wherever you go, may you leave the people, the place, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>